United States Supreme Court spiked the ball for college athletes yesterday. If the decision had been a prize fight, the referee would have stopped it. Nine to nothing, it voted in favor of a former West Virginia running back who sued because the school got to decide how much he would be paid for an internship. Off the field, not in pads, out of season, the NCAA used to put a ceiling on how much compensation a kid could receive from a practicum or a computer for a classroom or a study trip abroad. Nobody could make or receive more than $6,000 a year total, even if you were working for the Department of Defense. Why? Because if we let kids get what they deserve, that might be unfair to schools which don't have internships with the Pentagon. That NCAA mandate is a clear violation of federal antitrust laws. Nine to nothing. But it was the stuff after the ruling that should worry Joe and Jolene Fan. Here we are inside of two weeks before the name, image, and likeness laws passed in 15 states take effect. That means college athletes can get a check for promoting stuff. Events, clothes, movies, restaurants. How much? Depends on the side of your tribe. It's easy money. Companies scour social media accounts looking for pure numbers and then give you a call. Hey, Lexi's son, I'll give you $1,000 if you tell your 40,000 Twitter and Instagram followers two times this week how much you enjoy buckle jeans. It could be very good to be Lexi's son, the talented and glamorous Husker volleyball star, as if it isn't already. One of the Supreme Court justices, conservative Brett Kavanaugh, a huge sports fan, said this ruling wasn't about paying the players, but the next one may very well be. And if it comes to this court, no comment. This means Congress needs to do its job, pass federal legislation, something the president will sign into a law that puts a fence around this Wild West show. But will the fence hold them? The NCAA has been so stubborn, so inflexible about this for so long, the inert pressure of change may be unmanageable. And the last argument on which it has hung this ossified approach may now be on life support. That is, we must protect the concept of amateurism. For decades, the NCAA claimed we needed an exemption from antitrust laws to protect the amateur nature of college sports, ignoring the fact that in some sports, the very athletes were paid. But beyond that, this concept also restricted what kids could earn in academic compensation. You could earn something for that internship, just not too much, if you were an athlete. Now, if you're a music student, no restrictions. Go to town. But if you played basketball, ceiling. And they got away with that. In no other industry is that permitted. And now it's not permitted in colleges and university settings either. Just as Kavanaugh might have been looking into the crystal football, predicting the future for the next case he sees may very well be and have the NCAA arguing we can't pay the players for what they do on the field. And their argument will be we must preserve amateurism. To which apparently nine justices will ask, what amateurism?